Welcome to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey, Amy. So you want to talk about something I don't want to talk about today. Perfect. <laughs> Are any of our listeners curious about what I that would know, be? right? So take it away, friend. We are going to be talking about what I have heard referred to as the boobs, belly, and butt policies. Ooh. Can I gag? Yeah. Basically, we're going to be talking about purity culture. Also, can we cue the gag noises? I know. And here's the thing. I've just had conversations with a bunch of different people, you know, um, generations older than me, generations younger than me, generations my age, that are just like, first of all, some people that are like, what are we doing? The purity culture that really got a lot of prominence kind of in the the 90s when I was growing up, people are um, reacting against that. Older generations are like, uh, but something but. is important, but, <laughs> and so I just thought like, I've been thinking a lot about it and having conversations with people who are just like, what, do, what do we do? And so my gag noises aren't cause I think purity is gross, right? Yeah. Like there's gotta be some essence of something that is yeah. good and clean and pure. And we know that when we see it, Yep. but there's so much complexity around this mm-hmm. and it just constantly rubs up against legalism. We've got to make mm-hmm. some rules. And then there's some grossness around those rules. So thus my reluctance yeah. to tackle this. Plus, I am a few years older than you. Yep. But we have listeners my age too, I think. Three. No. <laughs> they know what podcasts are. Um, and so I even have like a different story than you have. And I feel mm-hmm. like your generation was, you know, the the book, the Josh Harris book, yeah. Harris book, I've Kissed Dating Goodbye, which I just got <sighs> to rumble through his interview with the Mars yeah. Hill podcast. Oh, so yeah. we are up to date on all these things. But I can see why you growing up in that time have a lot of thoughts about what that must feel like for a lot of people. Yeah. And, and I think what's been so interesting is as I've had conversations with people that are like, well, you grew up in this, you, you probably feel the same way that while I can understand the end result that people have come out of the purity culture with, I somehow escaped the, the I could tell you why, but I'm not sure the podcast is a place for it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, cause I, right, I remember when I kissed dating goodbye came out and yeah. everyone was like, this is amazing. And I remember me and my friend mocking it so much being like, who thinks not kissing until your, your wedding is a good idea. Like we just were, I mean, maybe to the side of brutal, but we just were like, this is ridiculous. Why would we even go here? And so the fact that so many people really latched onto this book and thought it was awesome tells me there's something people are hungry for. Yes. And found it in perhaps not the best nuanced way, or it's like was on target, but not focused. Exactly. And that's like what I was having a conversation with someone and they're like, well, purity matters. Like mm-hmm. this is important. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I kind of see the the purity culture and kind of all the restrictions and kind of behavior modification that we are aiming for. I kind of see it how, um, you know, the Torah was developed mm-hmm. and then there's like all these rabbinical laws that they put in over hundreds, thousands of years that like, just kept getting it farther and farther away because we don't want to get, we don't want to break one of the laws. Mm-hmm. So we'll put 10 laws so we don't even get anywhere close. Yeah. And in my mind, that's kind of how I see how purity culture where it's like, man, we want to um, create a culture of purity that people care and take sex and sexuality is important and that there's consequences to actions and we need to be aware and care for ourselves and others. And, and then out of fear, 
we put like 10 steps beyond that yeah. to where we got spaghetti straps are causing guys to sin. Yes. <laughs> so you can't wear I spaghetti think, straps. I think that was one of my options for a title on spaghetti straps. Yeah. And have right? the people be like, who, what? Right. And so it's like what I'm seeing now mm-hmm. is like the pendulum swing. Again, mm-hmm. the pendulum swing. Mm-hmm. Right. We kind of went from the sexual revolution of the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Then the parents grew up out of that and realized, oh, my goodness, we caught there's we've encountered so much pain let's protect our children let's yeah. solve this so they don't get there we swing to the purity culture of yeah. like crazy legalism behavior modification all that stuff and now we're swinging back again when really i think so much of following jesus is like holding things in tension so it's so not much. the legalism yeah and like hey women are responsible for men sinning nor is it Whatever you get to do, whatever you want, and everyone else's—it's everyone else's responsibility. If my chest hanging out causes problems for them, well, too bad. Or my belly bulging over right? my waistband. It's like sorry, holding, I always have to throw it's that. It's like in. holding intention. Yeah. How do we do that well mm-hmm. without fear and shame? So how do we do it, Amy? I don't know. So because you're <laughs> right. So don't our podcast listeners just love our podcast because we leave them with more questions and answers? <laughs> it's like this is the thing that's going. I don't know how to do it, but there has to be a there way. Is. So, there, you know, the law is a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Paul says that in Romans. It's like unruly things need a schoolmaster. They need a law. Yeah. You know what? If everybody just was so pure-hearted that they would not destroy someone else, we wouldn't have any laws in our country. Mm-hmm. So, we can't say that for events or workplaces or... It, there's okay, it's okay to set a dress code for some things. Mm-hmm. It's when we spiritualize it that we're going to create some complications that are unnecessary for people yeah it's i guess this i'm just gonna go off on a tangent this would be my own little thing yeah i was gonna say what is it knife to grind bone to grind what do we grind axe to grind i was gonna say nose to grind but that's (laughs) nose to the grind i don't know grindstone you're not gonna edit this part out right people will love it (laughs) our friends out there yeah my own little axe to grind was that we had all these rules for girls and not guys yeah and I had a yeah. That I had would be part very of the interesting culture conflict if it was like more universally applied, but it wasn't. The girls got targeted yeah. with the whole dress code thing to no end, and guys could do just about anything. And I know there's guys that would argue with that, but yeah. we can hold up a million dress yeah. code books, and it's like two lines for the guys wear a yeah. shirt, uh, shave, yeah, and then the girls are like. Two inches below the clavicle on your neckline. Yeah. I, we, in my school when I was growing up, so I mean, this is the 70s. It, this is its oldest time. Oh, yeah. Cultures around the world and through the centuries have had ways of dealing with this. Mm-hmm. That isn't just Christian, just so everybody knows. Yeah. Anyway, that's another tangent. I'll go on later. I thought I had nothing to say about this. I knew once we got going, you had to warm up. If our skirts were too short, we had to kneel on the floor. And if our hemline touched the floor, our skirt was long enough. And if it didn't then our skirt was too short and we couldn't wear that skirt anymore because we had to wear navy skirts and white blouses. Amy, this is how you tell if your skirt's long enough or not. Her face is priceless, you guys. Well, easy to do. So what? Like, this is why the law only works so far. You could leave the principal's office, hitch your waistband up a few more inches, and guess what? Yeah. (laughs) Right? So we have this law to try to create order out of chaos as applies to everything, not just purity culture. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that this is why so we create safeguards to try to keep train wrecks from happening. But the human heart yeah. will always find a way. Right? And if we're relying solely on those... 
Basically, if we, we if we get lazy and then we're only the only thing we're doing in that area is enforcing the rules. Yes. Right? When it's like, okay, yeah, there are dress codes and stuff that's important. Mm-hmm. It's a way bigger issue, a conversation, what's going on with that person, what's going on. Like, there's, it's not just, hey, you're wearing a crop top. Yeah. No. Right? And that was something actually I struggled with, a conversation I was volunteering at a camp. So it's like we see these we see these kids for like four days. Yeah. Right? And it was like, well, there's a dress code. And it's like, who's going to talk to them? Yeah. Like, for me to be like, go up to some random person, doesn't know me, I have no relationship, I don't know if they know Jesus, and I'm like, mm, you know what, that shirt's too short, change it. Meanwhile, if we're doing it out of a desire to honor, protect, whatever mm-hmm. it is, this is something that guys see. And on their phone, they can find whatever level of pornography they want. And we're like being like, oh, I can see a tiny thing of skin. You need to change that because that is going to be the thing that they're going to lust after. Right? Like I see the disconnect. In our modern culture, for sure. Right? And but. And but. And but. (laughs) And also. Right? For me, it's like I when I am dressing myself, I also, I I need, we need to be aware of those things. Yeah. Right? In Romans 12? Sure. I, I need to know what you're going to say, so okay. I know which one. It's like, it's, we need to be aware of other people. Yeah. yeah. Right? We're not going to, you know, eat food to idols. It's Is that Romans room? 14. Oh, darn yeah. it. Right, book. Close. So, oh, close. Two so chapters. close. Right? <laughs> you know, in awareness of... Like, not cause a brother to stumble. Like, yeah. all that's... There is something. We are not just out for ourselves. No. And you and I... It's so funny because you and I started hashing out this topic the other night to see yeah. if we could even make a podcast out of it. And our husbands were there. And so these are two really great guys Yeah, who are good, big thinkers. They're not yeah. flippant. They're big thinkers. And, you know, I mean, for sure, my husband would die on the mountain. Like, every man is responsible for his own thoughts and his own yeah. reactions, right? He would die on that mountain. And he will also say, God just made us so visual, though. And when I hear his humility of just saying, man, this is the way it is. And when people are not thoughtful of that. Yeah. Like, that's not false responsibility. Where does the end of false responsibility and loving my neighbor come in? Yeah. Because do I have to dress that way? Like, what is my right and my freedom exactly. there? I can do whatever dang well please. Am I loving other people? No, I'm not responsible for their lust issues. Let me tell you. Yeah. I am not responsible for no. that. Certainly not at my age, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, what is your heart attitude? Are you blasting your rebellious right to be free? Are you seductive and enjoying the power that you have over other people by how you dress? Let's just cut to the chase. Yep. Because seduction's huge and it's intoxicating and it's, and people will love it and they will seduce you right back. But that is a toxic fountain to drink from. Mm Mm-hmm. And so again, it's like the purity culture, surprise, surprise, the idea of purity is not skin deep. No. Or clothes or deep. Or clothing deep or less, right? Right. Like, it I, is. It comes, right? Like what I really like, I was listening to a podcast. Can't remember one we one, recommend. But it was um, a person talking about, you know, when they talk about uh, sexual purity, they don't actually use the word purity. Yeah. They talk about sexual integrity. Ooh, I like that. And the person was saying, man, you know, 
purity, you can kind of, it's easy to kind of separate it and make it one thing, but integrity, it, sexual integrity, it's drawing everything together. It's not just about this or this. It's like, am I showing up with integrity in my sexuality and how I interact with people? And integrity is kind of like everything held together. Yeah, I love that. And that so would also... does it fit in all the areas? Isn't that so much better than so like good. sexual purity, especially because yeah. this purity has such a weight to it for a lot of people. Yeah. And I would agree. It's such a triggery word now. And I mean, Josh Harris has recounted his book and his God and everything else under the yeah. sun. And it just has created a lot of swirl around that. But the idea of integrity becomes just a fresh way to look at it. And honestly, like every one of our listeners has pain. I guarantee you. Oh, yeah. Someone has weaponized, to use another popular word, uh, some of this message. Yeah. But we also have all have hearts are broken and seeking love mm-hmm. and affection in wrong ways or desiring things that are outside of God's gift to us. Like, ugh, you know yeah. what I mean, right? So we all have this internal responsibility for integrity. And when you put it that way, it's like there's got to be a little humble space of God. Show me what's going on. Exactly. Because uh, I've even heard it like, man, I wish like I wasn't in the purity culture that I could have had as many boyfriends and slept around with a, whoever I wanted. Then I would have like loved my body and would have been okay. Lies. There's way it, too much statistical I mean, it, evidence I, right? contrary And that. it would have just been another level of pain and brokenness and shame. It would have been a different flavor. Yeah. And so that kind of nuances into the other tangent I wanted right? to take. Do you have more to say on that? Nope, go for it. Um, What's the tangent? Well, I mean, it's not really a tangent. It's something I bookmarked I need to come back to. Mm. Kind of idea that I grieve when I hear people hold up this flag of, I live through the purity culture, and that's why I'm never going to participate in X, Y, and Z. That's why I have all this sexual brokenness in my marriage. This is why, why, why. And I would say, I'm sorry for your pain. And that was just the particular tool and strategy the enemy used. Because I can tell you what, people in other generations struggled with very similar things, and it wasn't the purity culture that triggered no. it. The enemy used something else. You know, when yeah. I think of the Victorians, they could catch a glimpse of ankle. Woohoo! Yeah. Right? It just tells us that this whole idea of seduction and exploitation and legalism are as old as humankind. Yeah. And I do want our listeners to hear, I'm sorry if that culture mm. brought harm to you. Yeah. I really am. And our desire and our prayer is that you would experience restoration from that, that it wouldn't be something that continues to define your life in a broken way. Yeah. But that you would be able to forgive the people who did what they should not do. Yeah. Not because it's okay, but because you don't need to be fettered to that forever. Mm. Yeah. And that you would invite the Holy Spirit to help you explore your heart and your desires and your motivations. And then you'd invite him to bring integrity to you. Because we care about the pain. Mm-hmm. But when this is just one more flag we wave so that we are not responsible to sort things out with God, we don't want to see that here. No. So, dear listeners, we're sorry if you've been harmed by purity culture. We invite you in the journey that we're mm-hmm. on into integrity and just asking God to teach us what's in our own hearts and teach us how to love others well. Yeah. Like, love others well who are our brothers or sisters that may be interacting with us, and also the world around us, that we wouldn't wave legalism and rules as a way to come to Jesus, but healing and purity of heart that's just clean and good and fresh. You'll find that on the path further up and further in. (laughs) 